I'd like to thank the Lord for letting us be back in his house again tonight. We appreciate everybody's come back. Appreciate the meeting God gives this morning. Glad to see each one's back tonight. And we especially want to say thank you to our visitors that have come. Uh, glad to have you tonight. I want you to feel at home. Have a scripture on my heart. I've been uh, uh, preaching about this a lot lately and uh, commenting about it, and others have, but it's on my heart to read it as an opening. Uh, this is in the fifth chapter of the book of Matthew. These are the words of Jesus as he spoke to his uh, church and to us. Uh, he said, Ye are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick. And it giveth light unto all that are in the house. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. Think not that I am come to destroy the law or the prophets. I am not come to destroy, but to fulfill. Let's all stand just a moment. And we'll have a word of prayer. Precious Heavenly Father, we pray tonight that you just bless us to have the service that we need to have and you want us to have. God, we thank you for each one that's come tonight, especially our visitors. God, we just ask you to just bless this service to touch each of our hearts according to our need. God, help us to be responsive to what you ask of us and help us to be in the center of your will. God, help us to be the light that you want us to be. You said we are that light, and you said let your light shine. So, God, help us to have it in mind and heart to let our light shine. and Help us to follow you so that it can shine. We ask it in Jesus' name, and amen. You may be seated. Turn over the choir.
150.
see if you guys have anything before we go down. If not, we'll, we'll have the choir come down and we'll turn it over to you. Sure is good to be in the Lord's house tonight. I appreciate that good choir singing. I just seem like it just uplifts you and helps you. I just love what we've been singing about. And once again, I want to say welcome. Glad to have everybody here that is here. So all just stand for just a moment, if you will. If you have an unspoken prayer request, you might want to show it by just raising your hand. Now, if you've got a prayer request on your heart or even a testimony that you'd like to share, you feel that freedom and liberty, just to say what you need to. Say what God wants you to. Amen. I certainly pray for Brother Anthony Wilder. He's got some serious medical things going on, so really, really pray for him. Someone else? Amen. Appreciate that request. Remember that. Someone else? All right. Pray for that request. Someone else? All right. All right. Pray for their great grandbaby. All right. Pray for Mike's Uncle Harold. There's sure a lot going on and a lot of sickness and a lot of circumstances and uh, the good thing about it all is God's able to handle it all and help it all. And uh, he helps us with our problems and helps us deal with our problems. And uh, so we've got a lot to pray for, but uh, I'm, I'm thankful we've got a prayer answer in God. Anyone else? appreciate you sharing that and making that prayer request. That stirred my heart. Church, let's really take that to the Lord. Someone else. Amen. You're right. Amen. Let's just really pray for that. That's a great uh, prayer request. Amen. Any others? 
thank you for those updates and uh, continue to pray for Sister Jeannie's sister and brother, both with medical things, and so really, really pray for them. But I appreciate that good update. Any more? All right, let's go to the Lord and pray. We'll ask Brother Mike Kessinger to lead us. Let's keep praying tonight. And, uh, it's good to be here. Uh, would someone feel like singing tonight? Got a song on your heart? If you do, certainly come sing. Obey the Lord. We'll pause just a moment. Give you a chance to sort that through. Anyone? praying we're going to look at these preachers but now if you've got a song not trying to rush you you're sure welcome to sing but, uh, if not uh, we'll look at these preachers and, uh, got a couple over here and one over here and one back there and so any one of you just uh, feel something on your heart God to give you a thought or a message uh, feel like God's kind of moving you this way. I want you to come on. Follow the Lord. Anyone else? Come ahead. I guess I can do a roll call. Pray for him. Pray for him while he comes. Everybody pray. We appreciate brother. Really didn't want to get up. 
that just got home, almost stayed home. It's kind of what we wanted to do, but then we felt like we better come to church, so I'm glad that we came, and um, we went to Muncie this morning, and, um, you know, pray for that church, you know, they're uh, real good church, uh, good people, and um, I know one of them, uh, Don, he's... Uh, one of the main deacons there and it tries to get some people and I know he's said that he's got a heart cath coming up so he said remember remember him and um, seemed like a real good church though and I know they're looking for a pastor and um, told them we're willing to come try and help whenever they need and I, I think Neil's lined up in two weeks or so so pray for Neil too but <clears throat> we might try to read a little bit and like I said, you pray for us, and I don't know if we would preach a whole lot, but just kind of felt like the scripture was on our heart a little bit. So we might read a little bit in Leviticus chapter 15, and then we'll read a little bit in Mark 5. Like I said, you pray for us and um, thankful to be saved. And you know, we said it said it this morning too. And uh, I'm thankful for the life God allows me to live. And you know, I try not to, you know, do anything wrong. But I'm not perfect. And the Lord don't expect us to be perfect. And you know, if that was the case, you know, He said that I go, but He said I'm gonna send the Comforter for you. I'm thankful that I got a comforter to help me when I mess up because I'm going to mess up, Terry. We're going to. That's it's how it is. And but like I said, you pray for us, and we try to read a little bit and um, kind of put two and two together on this. And um, so it kind of came a thought came across to us. But you pray in Leviticus 15 and 19, and it says, "And if a woman have an issue, and her issue in the in her flesh be blood." Shall she be put apart seven days, and whosoever toucheth her shall be unclean until the even. And everything that she lieth upon in her separation shall be unclean. Everything also that she sitteth upon shall be clean. And whosoever toucheth her bed shall wash his clothes and bathe himself in water and be unclean until the even. And whosoever toucheth anything that she set upon shall wash his clothes and bathe himself in water and be unclean until the even. And if it be on her bed or anything whereon she sitteth, when he toucheth it, it shall be unclean until the even. And if any man, if any man lie with her at all, and her flowers be upon him, he shall be unclean seven days. And all the bed wherein he lieth shall be unclean. And if a woman have an issue of her blood many days out of the time of her separation, or if it run beyond the time of her separation, all the days of her issue of her uncleanness shall be as the days of her separation, she shall be unclean. Every bed wherein she lieth all the days of her issue shall be unto the bed of her separation, and whatsoever she sitteth upon shall be unclean, as the uncleanness of her separation. And whosoever toucheth those things shall be unclean, and shall wash his clothes and bathe himself in the water and be unclean until the even. But if she be cleansed of her issue, then she shall number to herself seven days, and after that shall be clean. And on the eighth day, go take unto her two turtle doves or two young pigeons and bring them unto the priest to the door of the tabernacle of the congregation. And um, you go back a little bit of this first part of this chapter. Um, it talks about other uncleanness. And uh, 
you know, about diseases that they might have had back then, and it said that there was things that they had to do, and there was an order that they had to do it, and when they thought that they were, you know, clean, there was a way that they had to go about it, and you even think about uh, Naaman when he was unclean, how he had to go wash, and the Lord told him to do it a certain way. And um, But like I said, keep praying, and we're going to read over here in Mark. And this is a time where, you know, Jesus is um, going throughout the New Testament and all the miracles that he's doing and he's healing and everybody's coming unto him. And, and you know, and I want to say that, you know, it seems like when uh, I, we watched a service on our way home of Terry preaching this morning, how he said that we've been having good services. And, and I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful that we're having good services. And it's nice to want to come to church when we're having good services. And you know, because you know God's moving, and you know things are happening, and we want a desire to come to church. And so here you have, um, you know, people's hearing that Jesus is doing these miracles. So we're going to read, and it says, uh, we read in Mark 5, uh, 25. And like I said, you pray for us, and if the Lord allows us to preach a little bit, we would try. And if not, you know me, we would take our seat, and it says... And a certain woman, which had an issue of blood twelve years, and had suffered many things of many physicians, and had spent all that she had, and was nothing bettered, but rather grew worse. When she had heard of Jesus, came in the press behind, and touched his garment. For she said, If I may touch but his clothes, I shall be whole. And I want you to listen to that. When she had heard of Jesus, came in the press behind and touched his garment, for she said, If I may touch but his clothes, I shall be whole. And straightway the fountain of her blood was dried up, and she felt in her body that she was healed of that plague. And, Je and Jesus, immediately known in himself and that the virtue had gone out of him, turned him about in the press and said, Who touched my clothes? And his disciples said unto him, and, you know, like I said, just pray for us. And, you know, they're sitting here getting ready to go. Uh, there was just a guy that came and said, Jesus, you know, my daughter's dying. Would you come? And so, you know, that he gathered up quickly and he was ready to go. And, you know, he was wanting to go help this guy's daughter. And so I can see, you know, as you think about back in the day, I've watched a few movies. I'm sure everybody watched a few movies of where, you know, Jesus is out and about and, the whole crowds are gathering and following, you know, and it said that he said, who touched my clothes? And listen to what the disciples said. And his disciples said unto him, thou seest the multitude thronging thee and sayest thou who touched me? And he looked round about to see her that had done this thing. But the woman fearing and trembling, knowing what was done in her, came and fell down before him and told him all the truth. And he said unto her daughter, thy faith hath made thee whole. Go in peace and be whole of thy plague. Listen to that. And he said unto her, Daughter, thy faith hath made thee whole. Go in peace and be whole of thy plague. And, and like I said, you pray for us, but, uh, you know, back then, like I said, there was things that they had to do. We just read that, you know, that it would say that uh, when somebody had an issue, that they were kind of fit to be unworthy or unclean. And it said that uh, maybe if she was going out and about, and that if she was to touch somebody, then they were also to be set aside because they were meant to be unclean. But 
You know, as it sat here and said that uh, she heard about Jesus and, you know, I'm thankful that there was a time that I heard about Jesus in my life. And, you know, uh, when you hear about him, you should seek him. And, you know, as it sat here and said that uh, she heard about Jesus and all she said is that I must see him. And if I can only just touch the hem of his garment is what she asked. And as she came upon the crowd, I'm sure that. You know, that she had to fight a little bit. And we talked, uh, you know, it was a couple weeks ago about the story about Zacchaeus. And I'm sure that, you know, that he had to go prepare his way and climb up into that sycamore tree because of the press, it said. So I guarantee that this woman, it wasn't just easy for her to get in and split the crowd. But you know what? She was willing to get in and split the crowd. I want you to know today that you have to be willing to come and try to just touch the hem of his garment. If you just got to, you know, I'm not telling you to push somebody out of the way, but I guarantee that if you was to come to Jesus, people would make way for you. And I guarantee that multiple people would come up here with you and pray with you today because the Bible says, let us come boldly unto the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy in the time of need. I'm telling you what. There's nothing more in need than when you have an issue of blood or when you have an issue, when you need to be saved, there's nothing else that matters that you should be seeking salvation, you see. And it sat here and said, as like I said, it said, you know, she was, she was willing to get to Jesus and she was willing to do everything that she could do. And I want you to think a little bit about this woman. Uh, you know, it said that she had spent all that she had. I want you to know that she gave up her whole life. Yeah. Gave up everything she had to doctors, to physicians. But you know what? There's time in my life that I was willing to do everything. But it wasn't, it wasn't fulfilling what I needed on the inside. There was only one person that can fill the need of salvation, and that's Jesus. And that's what the Bible teaches us. It said, you know, the Bible said, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. There's only one way, one way to get to heaven. And our Bible teaches that, and I'm thankful for that. But it said here and said, it said, And a certain woman had an issue of blood for 12 years. 12 years she was struggling with this, but she heard about Jesus. She knew what Jesus could do. Somehow, somebody was living their life showing that Jesus... You've done all this, try this. We need to be living our life. When people's doing all this, now we can point, say, try him. Try Jesus. And let's say here and said, and when she heard about Jesus, she came into the press behind and touched his garment. For she said, if I may touch but his clothes, I shall be made whole. I shall be whole. I want you to know today, you know, the way they would have talked back then, if she was to go set and touch him, Jesus would have been set to be unfit. Billy Ray, he ain't unfit, is he? He's the only one. He's the only one that wouldn't have been set aside to be unfit. And why? Because he gave his life for us. He sent his only begotten son that we can have everlasting life. What a God we serve. And I, like I said, I know I fail him a lot. But I'm thankful that he made me fit. He made her fit. He said, woman, thy faith hath made thee whole. I want you to know today, if you come to Jesus, 
Your faith, because it ain't mine, your faith, if you're lost, can make you whole. But it's your choice. That's what we love to preach here. And I know every preacher will preach it. Because I can't save you. Got the best pastor I know in America, probably in the whole world, guaranteed. He can't save you. He can't do it. He can only preach the gospel. That's all we can do. We can bring the gospel to you, our church, and it's not just Terry, it's our whole church. We can present the gospel, but it's your choice. Tonight it's your choice. Terry, if you come. Taylor, if you get a song. You know, I like where Jesus said, who touched my clothes? Jesus already knew who touched. Your choice today, if you was to come, Jesus already knows that you're getting that opportunity. But you have to say, it was me. What did it say? It said that she came and she knelt down and said, I'm sorry, but it's me. Jesus don't want you to say, I'm sorry. Jesus wants you to come. He knows. He's reaching out to you today. He's reaching out. He knows who's coming to him. But it's your choice. Your offer. If you have an issue today, whatever it is, bring it to Jesus. That's the only one I know that can make you a fit subject who can clean you up. You know, as I was um, lost, when I wasn't living right, there was a lot of times I'd love to walk out of here and go make my life better. But I know that I couldn't have made my life better. But we like to think that. We like to think that we can leave, go get ourselves cleaned up and come back on Wednesday or come back on Sunday. We can't do that. But I tell you what, Jesus can clean you up the moment you come. As they sing, it's your choice today. You have the offer to come. If you want to be cleaned up, whatever it is, it's your choice today. Whatever your issue may be, it might not just be a blood issue. You might need to be saved. You might need to be a little bit closer. Whatever it is today, bring it to God. I'm thankful that I can bring my issue to Him and He can clean me up. Your choice today. I can't make it for you. It's all up to you. Brother Lee being here. I know he's probably tired from that trip to Muncie and back, but I appreciate him having a zeal and coming to church and following the Lord and preaching the gospel tonight. I appreciate him going over to Bethel Baptist Church in Muncie and helping them. That's where Hoyt Davis used to pastor, but he's Hoyt's passed on. I'm glad to be here tonight. I'm glad, like it, Brother Lee's preached, I'm glad that Jesus come by one time and I was able to touch him. And just as he's preached and the Bible said, here, think about this. When that woman reached out and touched Jesus' garment by faith, he touched her. He said, I felt virtue go out of me. So when she reached out to him, 
He reached out to her. When I was a lost boy and by faith, when I reached out to Jesus, by grace, he reached out to me. Now, I expect there's somebody here tonight that's lost that God's calling and speaking to. That's a powerful message. I also suspect there might be somebody here that's already saved that needs to get things straightened up. You know, there's been times in my life since I've been saved that I've got to a point where I wasn't really following God like I should. This bothered me or that bothered me or somebody bothered me or something bothered me. But God is still God. We ought not let anything or anybody get in the way of our service to God. And if you feel like coming and praying about that, uh, you don't have to explain all of it, but uh, you come and pray and we'll pray with you and uh, you just follow the Lord. And uh, I'm telling you what, tonight, we've got a big God and he can handle things. God's not an intruder. While Brother Sean comes, we uh, get him to sing. and uh, Boy, I appreciate him. Somebody needs to come tonight. You obey the Lord. Follow him tonight. If you want to come pray, come pray. If you want to say anything, wouldn't go away so I have to try to sing this song so when the melody's been written and the words have all been penned and you've heard the spirit calling through some old sacred hymn in the valley of decision tell me friend what will you do this life has many choices eternity has two this world and all its pleasures will soon be passed away the final invitation could be going out today you're standing at the crossroads and the savior's calling you this life has many choices, eternity has two. The straight and narrow way leads to life, the broad way down below. What would it profit to gain the world and lose your very soul tomorrow is uncertain our days on earth are few this life has many choices eternity has to Sean for that song. Man, that's good. That just tells it just like it is. All right. Anything else on anybody's heart? Good time to be in the house of the Lord. Don't, uh, uh, don't leave anything undone that God wants you to do. Uh, how sad would it have been if that woman uh, that Lee preached about, how sad it would have been if she seen Jesus turn. She said, well, I, I've heard what he can do, but uh, maybe I'll just wait. She might not have ever been in close proximity to him again. But she was there, and he was there, 
She had a problem, and he had the solution. I believe we need one more verse. I, I declare this, it's hard to stop. Uh, if you're here tonight, and you're not just where God wants you to be, listen, if you're here and you're saved, and uh, you're not just where God wants you to be, think about your family and your friends and the folks you care about, and you want to be a light to them. That's what I read earlier, ye are the light of the world. A city set on a hill, light can't be hid. Let your light so shine. Are you letting your light really shine powerful to you people? If you're not living for the Lord and doing what you're supposed to, you're not letting your light shine. If you're lost, you need to come pray. If you're saved and not where God wants you to be, you need to come get in, get fired up. Please come while we sing this verse of song. Somebody needs to come. Come on. Come on. Obey the Lord. Come on. Doesn't make sense to tell God no. It's your choice. But please make the right choice. Come on. Well, I can still feel his power moving in the church. God's reaching to somebody. God's calling somebody. If that somebody's you, it's up to you to respond. Why not? Hurry up. Don't let time get by. You on the outside, hurry up and get in. Let God bless you and use you. Take that first step and come on. else on anybody's heart before we come to closing our worship. This is our regular time of the month to have our business meeting and what we'll do, we'll ask for another song and uh, when we sing this next song, we'll use that as a dismissal from our worship service. Now, if you're just a visitor, that's fine. You're still welcome to sit and observe our business meeting. They're not secret. They're not closed. Uh, not trying to get rid of anybody, but a lot of times people uh, don't want to stay for a business service, want to leave or need to leave. And so we try to make that as easy as possible. Uh, if you need to leave or want to leave while we sing this song, please exit. And uh, 
after the song is sung, uh, we'll be seated for business and take care of our monthly business meeting. But we want to say again, glad to have you. And uh, if you're visiting, hope you come back. And uh, thank everybody. We got a nice crowd. Thank